Hey everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the Hot Tag Wrestling Podcast. We're your hosts, Dave. Mike, what's up, guys? Pat, how's it going, everyone? All right, in this week's episode, we're going to be discussing last night's NXT TakeOver at the end, as well as other current events in the wrestling and combat sports world. So uh, let's get right into it. So NXT TakeOver, what do you guys think? Awesome. Um, yeah, very enjoyable. No low points in my personal opinion. So overall, very good show. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I didn't find myself like dulling away or like wanting to like stop watching at any point. I thought it was a really good, uh, well-produced production. Solid throughout. All right. Well, yeah. What were you guys' favorite match? Um, my favorite. Well, my two favorites were the Nakamura Aries match and the tag match. I buy a little bit more like the Nakamura match, but they were both like excellent. They were definitely my two favorite. Yeah, I would have to say my favorite was definitely the tag match. There was a lot of great like high spots there. It was well rehearsed. You could definitely tell that they had their stuff together. There were no like botches or anything, and it was just a great match that like kept me entertained throughout. Yeah, I would have to agree. Say the tag match was was my favorite <coughs> part of the night. Those two teams were just tailor made for each other. Solid heels versus just white yep. meat baby face. Yep. That's great. I gotta also say I was really surprised by the uh, Dylan Jarrett CN match. I thought there were a lot of really good like high like high flying spots in that one, and it was really well done. Yeah, it was a really good opener to the show. It was it was only like seven minutes long, I think, but it was just really high energy. Good good start to the show. Yeah, so we'll just like take it match by match. Obviously, Dylan Jarrett CN. Do you have any comments on that, Mike? Um, it was definitely a good opening match. It kind of got the crowd into it. Uh, the crowd loves Dillinger, so. He definitely got them involved right away, right off the bat. Um, there were a lot of cool spots, in my opinion, in that match. Like when uh, like when CN went to do the suicide dive and Dillinger <laughs> out of the way, and he pulled a little, like, a little relax on the ropes <laughs> move. I yeah. thought that was cool, and, like, I kind of wondered how the hell he did that. Um, I also really liked when he did, like, the handstand on the, like, in the corner, and he took, like, a super kick. I thought that looked, like, devastating. I thought that was a really cool spot. I that happened. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that spot was, was really cool. That was, like, a holy shit moment for me. So, yeah, definitely a good opening match. No no complaints, really. Yeah, I think my favorite spot in that one, and a movie you haven't really seen in, like, the WWE, was that double, uh, double moonsault he had off the yeah. top rope, land it, and then flawlessly go into the second one. I thought that was great. Um, I thought Dillinger transitioned into the position where he needed to be actually really well because you didn't you could really uh, mm-hmm. tell that he was yeah. so yeah i thought that was great match to kick it off it was surprising in my opinion and like compared to normal like wwe pay-per-view first matches it's like you don't even need to watch it yeah but, for the most part the first match on like a regular pay-per-view is always not i guess dull compared to yeah how it ends up my only gripe with that first match, though, is Dillinger's hair blows my mind. It's <laughs> yeah, the weirdest was, thing ever. It's a perfect 10, Mike. It's, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so weird. And his weird, like, da, 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 da. collar, like, oh, no. Zoolander no. collar. <laughs> that was no. amazing. That was maybe the best part of the show was his best thing that he was wearing. His, <laughs> he walked out, and I was like, yo, what is that? Nah, his, like, Zoolander entrance vest is very odd to me. But he's cool when he's over, so. Yeah, good gimmick. All right, next match was obviously... All of our favorites, almost to a point, uh, was the tag team <clears throat> titles match. I thought this was fantastic. I said it before, and I'll reiterate my point. I thought that these two have fantastic chemistry together. I think that the high flying 
and like technically sound <clears throat> mat wrestling of American Alpha is American Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> Say you're American Apple. <laughs> <laughs> it's countered perfectly by Dash Wilder, which is the worst fake wrestler name ever. It is the, the fakest name in the history of fakeness. Dude, yeah, so bad. My name is Dash Wilder. It sounds like a poacher from an animated Disney film. <laughs> Dash Wilder. It's such a. He sounds like an Ivy League rower. And Scott <laughs> Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like he wrote the Winklevosses. Oh, he's so. Oh, that's such a weird name. Yeah, and Scott Dawson with the tagline "No flips, just fists." I actually like that. Oh, is would that you, what you, their shirt says? Yes, dude. I was trying to figure out the whole time what the shirt says. Yeah, I actually think uh, Dash and Dawson have like the like one of the best chemistries. That just like. Tag team wise, that I've seen, they're recently. just they work so well together. Like there was, I remember, there was the one spot where Wilder was outside of the ring and Dawson was inside. He threw uh, one of Jordan and Gable to the other side, and like Wilder, Wilder was like on the other side by the time he got there already. It was just like one of those things where it's like this is what tag team wrestling is. Like mm-hmm. you see two people working and complementing one another, which you don't see a lot in. The main roster, which I think is they're doing a great job, like in this instance. I think a trend you you see with a lot of NXT matches that you don't see in on the main roster is just the the fundamentals are just so solid, and that really yeah, shines through sure. with a team like with like the Revival, who are just perfect, perfect a perfect heel team. Yeah, it's weird because I didn't like them. I didn't think they had like I thought they were just like generic tag yeah. team three. Yeah, but they've developed these these matches with uh, American Alpha have have really uh re- really let them shine because they're just they're just a great matchup for each other. Yeah, I was definitely gonna say like I'm pretty sure their previous was with Enzo and Cass before they came up to the main roster, and when I watched those matches, like I just found them to be super dull, and I was like, oh, just another tag team like Dave was saying, and I guess it's partly just because Enzo and Cass are just so charismatic and like their styles are so much different, <clears throat> so it kind of like. I didn't appreciate them as much, but they definitely won me over last night for sure with and, that match they put on. And I think as much as we love Enzo and Cass, in terms of actual in-ring work, they're probably not on the same level. Oh, of this was great. Oh, the no, revival oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is a real testament to what they're doing down in NXT because you don't see, and this is like, you can see this throughout like from guys, like social media accounts and stuff. There's not really egos down there. It's all about putting in the hard work, and they're all determined to lift up this brand as much as possible, and it's like a collective effort. And I think this match shined what they're trying to do down there perfectly. Yeah, and you see guys in NXT who really know their roles and characters perfectly and play that to a T. Gable is like the underdog guy who's going to bump around and sell. Jordan's the guy who's going to come in on fire from the hot tag. Kurt Angle Jr. Kurt Angle Jr. (laughs) The king of hot tags. One point I just want to point out from this match that was like my personal favorite spot. I don't remember who was exactly involved in what. But I'm pretty sure Gable did, like, a sunset flip pin. No, um, Dawson did, like, a sunset flip pin on Gable. Okay. And, and it was a drop kick oh, by Wilder, yeah. who then went to do, like, a big E spear to Jordan. And he speared Jordan th- 
outside, like through the ropes, outside the ring, Biggie suicide <laughs> style, that and that was yeah, that was great, sweet. That was so awesome to me. Another great spot was Wilder. I think had Gable on his shoulders for like a Doomsday Device move. Yeah, and. And uh, Dawson comes off the ropes to do it, and Gable somehow counters it into, into a like belly a belly to, to belly. belly. Yeah, I dude, I watched that back like four times, and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how they worked that out or how they didn't botch that. A lot like of great it near falls too. Yeah. Am I the only one that gets like huge Dolph Ziggler vibes from from Gable? Like he just reminds me of Gable. I wouldn't uh, say huge. Ziggler so much. I definitely see where you get that comparison from. Yeah, who said wise? I also like. I mean, I don't know if like is the right word, but Gable's little, like, almost, like, tennis player grunts when he does certain things. Like, you know when he was getting tossed, he's like, <laughs> yes! Yeah. You didn't notice that? Yeah, I did. Oh, it's very <laughs> odd to me. I don't like, like, He does it, it all the time, though. Ready, willing, and Gable, for sure. Okay. American Alpha! Oh, wait. We, we, there was a, they debuted a new team, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, Who yeah. the hell were those guys? A bunch of Brodus Clays. Oh, I was just about to say yeah, that. That's, I thought Brodus that's, Honestly, Clay I thought it was Brodus Clay yeah. for a second. They look like Brodus Clay. With, with Paul Ellering for some I reason. I thought the funniest part was the, <laughs> the crowd down at, uh. Full Sail. Full, Full Sail. The Who Are You chants. Yeah, I. Oh, come on, guys. It was kind of a, it was, I don't know. It was a decent debut. I feel like it's uh, weird it was, to do it on the losing team, though. Well, they're the face team, I guess. I, I guess, and they're, right? I guess they're going to start moving them away. I was actually kind of surprised that uh, Jordan Gable uh, dropped the belts. I was well. shocked. I yeah, was I very yeah, shocked. I at didn't all. even remember that. Yeah, it was good. It was. I didn't expect that. And then moving forward, it'll be interesting to see where they go with these. I new... thought once they lost, I was like, oh, they're going to get moved to the main roster. Then they got attacked. So I guess they still got some business down there. Quick, I I don't know personally. Do you know who that manager guy was, Pat? I know Paul you know Ellering. He was. The Road Warriors, right? The Road Warriors manager, yeah. Okay. You're not alone. Full Sail University shared in your. Yeah, I know <laughs> Graves and there. Phillips tried to give us like a history lesson. Yeah, they but tried I... to be like, oh, here's this guy. But it's like, he hasn't been on TV in 20 years. Dude. Yeah. So, yeah, that should be an interesting team to look out for in the coming weeks, see what they do with them. Yep. Well, we know he's he's an effective ma- He can be an effective manager, so well, we'll see. The Road Warriors, so. Yeah, they were pretty good at being a tag team. Next match. Next match was. Nakamura versus Aries, I believe. Ooh, it was so good. It was great. God, I could watch Nakamura's entrance <laughs> over and that. over and over again and be so intrigued the entire time. I love his hand gestures. Yeah, dude, I don't know what it is about his awkward, like, like he's being electrocuted movements. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the weird, like, yeah. just his weird, like, the hyperactive, weird, like, yeah, like, the hand thing he does. And, like, the... Uh, I don't know. He's just super cool for, like, no reason. Violence. And he wears, like, thriller Michael Jackson leather. Oh, I love this man. <laughs> I think it's more Eddie Murphy from Delirious, but fair. I'll take that. <laughs> yep, that's definitely way more accurate. Accurate? <laughs> Interesting. Shout out Khaled. Also, Austin Aries. <laughs> Great cape during his entrance. Yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> that cape looks super mediocre. <laughs> mm. oh. Disagree. This man... Almost killed himself in the match, though. Yeah. The end, that end suicide dive directly to the barricade when Nakamura moved out of the way. Yeah. That was that was ridiculous. The, that was the double take moment. I was like, did he really just jump right into that barricade? That was great. I thought the entire match was well sold. Not like there was anything that surprised me from Nakamura and um, Aries. Aries. And Aries. Yeah. Also, the Aries Death Valley driver on the... <clears throat> on the apron? Excuse me, on the ring apron, the Nakamura was also a very 
powerful move, if you will. Very yeah, nice spot for the match. Um, yeah, that last 45 seconds was all fantastic momentum. Also, yeah. it looks like Nakamura literally breaks the other dude's jaw when he does that finishing move every yeah. time. It's definitely more effective than like the, the Daniel Bryan knee. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Daniel. Yeah. I love you. As this far is... as fast-moving knee maneuvers go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a, a matchup I was really looking forward to. I, Nakamura, I, I'm not... I wasn't too familiar with him before he came to NXT. Aries I was a big fan of since like 2008, 2009, that time. So this was a big matchup that I was looking forward to, and it didn't disappoint at all. <clears throat> no, and it's it's really funny that they're saying, like, I love the whole dream matchups vibe they have going on recently. There's a lot of guys where five, ten years ago, that style of wrestling was, like, sh- almost shunned it by was, WWE. Yeah, it was not mm-hmm. and in WWE. We're in a time period now where you're seeing these matches for these heroes that you grew up with. When We'll touch on that later when we talk about uh, Styles and Cena, but... Yeah, this was a fantastic match. I loved it. I thought that even having this like in the middle was like a gift. Like it was great. So next match, guys. Next match, women's my, title. My least favorite. Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I don't like Nia Jax by association. Yeah. Yeah, and just Nia Jax versus Oscar. <clears throat> love Oscar, but I Nia also Jax. love love me some Oscar. Yeah. Wrestling wise. Wrestling wise. I also and, and other things wise. <laughs> what? One, Oddly, yeah. One noteworthy thing that I noticed about that last night was like the red thong thing she was wearing over. Yeah, her she wears t- a thong yeah, over she her. She wears tights. a thong over her tights. Is there like a backstory to that? I don't. I don't really know. I mean, her attire is just very out crazy, of this world. Yeah. Nutty, I like, kept noticing so. it. I was like, wait, what is? Well, one thing I did notice, I was kind of like, I like this. I like Asuka. I like. I mean, Nia Jax is Nia Jax. I have mm-hmm. nothing more to say about that. She plays her monster role fine, but I think we're all kind of tired of seeing that. Yeah, I but. Just, yeah, I don't like the whole big, the whole like giant wrestler thing to me is kind of played out. It's not really fun to watch. Who is who's the woman in WWE? Like the giant woman, what was her name? Karma. Karma, yeah. Awesome Kong. Awesome <laughs> Kong of TNA fame. Yeah. Way more brutal in TNA. It just, yes. I was, sit- I was sitting there wondering oh. like, like I was w- hoping for like the people you'd used to see like you went from like Paige, Becky, Sasha, Charlotte. So like I was Charlotte. This is like a <laughs> Charlotte strange period in women's wrestling right now. In NXT, yeah. In NXT, yeah. D- they've lost a lot of people. Odds are Bailey's probably gonna be moving up soon. Yeah. I hope so. So they kinda need to replenish the NXT women's division. I think they're using Bailey to try and bolster up people like Carmella and Alexa Bliss and get them Yeah, so they can kind of momentum. fulfill the roles of the outgoing. I need women. Bailey on the main roster. Uh, Actually, by, the way it's looking, I don't need her on the main roster. Judge, by the way it's looking, I want all of the former NXT women back down in NXT because right. they're not handling the women's division well on the main yeah, roster. Yeah, they need to have like a reunion show. NXT TakeOver reunion. <laughs> NXT TakeOver, homecoming. But yeah, so Asuka oh. ended up retaining, which is cool. I like Asuka. Nia Jax, I mean, she is what she is. I guess the ending was kind of cool. She showed Ross like cousin. the killing of the beast, if you will. Her little scream <laughs> before the kick. I don't know. It was, I don't know. It did its beast. job, I guess. Is, she's the, is she the Rock's cousin? Yeah, is that real? Yeah. She's really? the Rock's cousin. They were saying. Dude, how many goddamn cousins so does this guy Samoans, have? So many Samoans, dude. That They're blood everywhere. deep, man. The bloodline. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, our main event. Wait, not yet. There was a promo in between. Bobby Roode. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Regal's getting interviewed backstage, and Bobby Roode just walks by and walks into Regal's office, and Regal ends the interview, and that was that. So that means we're getting Bobby Roode. Yeah, yeah the second soon. takeover in a row where he's just been there and not said anything. Yep. I just want beer money. Dude, yeah, they have to bring back James Storm and just have <laughs> beer money, dude. He's doing terrible things on Pop TV right now, so we won't be getting yeah, him anytime soon. So. I heard, last I heard, he was doing like a Bray Wyatt impersonation pretty much he was just copying Bray Wyatt stuff oh is that still happening the last I saw him I mean I don't keep up with impact wrestling TNA at <sighs> and all with that said the main event of NXT <laughs> take over the end yeah TNA's really that for the bad first we can just move on time ever a Brother steel Nero. cage in NXT you had Finn Balor versus the Samoan submission specialist Submission Samoa Joe. Machine. machine. The Samoan Submission Machine. No, I think they called him Submission Specialist on his NXT takeover. Or memory. Regardless. That happened. That, that happened. was a match. That, that took was the place. main event. This was a pretty good match. I don't see how you. They can't yeah. put on a bad match, honestly. it's It was a good match. We've Joe a, versus Balor. We've all kind of just seen it a million times. The ending was brutal, though. The muscle buster from the second round. Oh, row. that oh, was sick. fantastic. Especially because I expected a coup de grace from off the top of the cage. Yeah. So it was a nice change of pace. Oh, that would have been bad, though. I feel that's, like they would have definitely messed that up. That's a perfect like little transition into what I have to say about this. I am so glad that that didn't happen because in the match, they do this all the time. You have steel cage matches where the objective is to escape the cage. The guy is on top of the cage, literally has to just climb down to win, and does this finishing mover, maneuver off the top. Like, Here's my thing with cage matches. Don't have a door available to escape. Because I felt myself sitting there watching this with Joe staring at Balor, who is knocked out. Just open, open the door and leave. Like If that's available, do that. Or you can just, like, run out the door. I just don't like the steel cage match. Hell in a Cell is fine because they're trapped in there and they can use it that way. But just, like, having the ability to pinfall, like, have a pinfall or a submission or, like, escape the cage, I, I don't know. I don't really enjoy it. Yeah. I, has there been, like, an awesome steel cage match? No. I think it's a stupid gimmick match. Guerrero I don't. JBL, well, the thing is, it was, like, the most brutal thing in the world. Then they introduced, like, Hell in a Cell and Elimination Chamber and all it's, these other things that have produced much better, more memorable matches, at least the past 15 years or so. Have you always been able to walk out the door? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know I if always, that. but that's, I mean, definitely fairly, like, I feel like, like the earlier ones, I know, like, there the, was a lot more, like, pref, like... I say were, they bring back the, the blue cage. Uh, they had... <laughs> They had a black cage for, like, the Ambrose Asylum, I think. Yeah, it was a black cage. And it looked way better than the normal silver they use. Yeah. I, see, I don't mind the cage matches. In my personal opinion, it's definitely one of those things, like, being is that I understand that it's all, like, a staged thing at this point. Like, when I was younger, it was cool because it, it was just... Shut up. <laughs> Like, it just has more of a, like, a suspe like more suspenseful and, like, a cooler feel to me for, like, younger people, at least from my personal perspective. Just yeah. Once you you're can... like, oh, my God, he's about to escape. Oh, I don't know. And then he does, I don't know. And then, as today's point about the moves thing, I mean, it doesn't make logical sense, obviously, 
but it always makes for a cool moment, at least most of the time. So, I mean, I can't complain from a match standpoint, but logically it definitely makes no sense. It makes, but, like, doing, like, the coup de gras or, like, a frog splash from the from the top of the cage it makes sense in the sense that if you're a baby face, you don't necessarily want to win by escaping. You want to win by brutalizing the person you I hate. I think that's they kind are of what spots. they try and make the point. They want to, like, brutalize the person, not just, like, escape for a, a victory. Whereas typically the heel will want to be a coward and escape. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Also, not to sound like every other internet wrestling personality, but blood helps. Yeah. <laughs> no blood kind of, I mean, getting hit into a fence can only look so brutal without red. Yeah, I also don't enjoy when they try and escape and their leg is just like there to get yeah. pulled down. It's just like, like you just kind of expect it yeah. at this point. So, yeah, that was NXT TakeOver The End. I think overall, it was it was very good. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, we didn't touch on. Also, I like the Finn Balor's paint. Ooh, oh, yes. his paint. I thought that Good it point. was. I thought that it was his best he's had in NXT. It was really awesome. Yeah, I like the black and white without the red. I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. His pushing down the cage entrance was definitely cool too. Just had to touch on that real quick. I thought that was important to mention because yeah. everyone loves the Finn Balor demon demon paint. Yeah, I was also kind of like. I could do without the dreads though. The dreads can go. It, they don't bother me as much as they bother. Yeah, I was also Pat. kind of uh, wondering. Like moving forward, how they keep that like going on the main roster. The demon thing? The demon thing. Pay per views probably. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. But when he's associated with like Bullet Club. If he is, like at this point I'm not even really sure like what they're doing with that. I was actually yeah, to bring up that point That's a I mean he lost again, so I guess it's only a matter of time, but he was saying in his video package that he like loves NXT. I could see them holding off on that for until at least the end of the summer at this point, to be honest. The way that everything's like kind of shaking out in, on the main roster right now. But what's he going to do in NXT, though? I just now? don't... I feel like... I don't know where he fits on the main roster. Because either. he lost to Joe, they could either... I would either say maybe they like take it to the, the NXT Brooklyn... And feud him with Joe for like oh no a third dude one. he's been feuding with Joe since the fall I, they're notorious for doing that though yeah but that, but they've already had three takeover matches but you also don't want to rush him into the main roster and at this point I feel like he's so hyped up he could just get lost if they debut him now Who's, like it doesn't make I feel like at this point it doesn't really make sense for him to just thrust himself into like this storyline with everyone's assuming he'll be a part of the club yeah who I do just you, don't feel like it'll fit right at this. And then also for TakeOver Brooklyn, who do you think is that big draw opponent that he would face other than Balor, if you're talking about Joe at that point? Joe's going to face Nakamura. Yeah, I was going to say, Nakamura's the only logical thing I could think of. Nakamura, oh, that would be... Which would be... Balor could face, like, Ares or someone like that, just pretty much just to stall until he goes to the main roster. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say, unless you wanted to put, like, like, not give Nakamura the title shot yet, give Balor just him and Nakamura can just... Just put on some match. crazy yeah. match in Brooklyn and give Joe a new feud for the title. But I don't know who else they would... Who else could they do that with? Ares? Ares lost. lost and is trending towards heel. I also don't... I don't know. Uh, no way, Jose. <laughs> I think it's probably going to be... I feel like Nakamura is the only one that makes no. sense. Ty Dillinger. Uh, that's the only guy they have left. Like that would be like the logical like next step. No, it wouldn't. That was joking. You, yeah, you were joking, right? Okay. I was. <laughs> no, I've just been reading that that they finally give Ty Dillinger since he's been there so long. They finally give him that. Like he's like the ten, ten. He might. Ten, he ten, might ten, do ten, enough ten, to have ten, like ten. 
a title match on like an NXT like weekly show. He's not gonna main event a takeover though. Oh no, no. Yeah. no. I mean, I guess they have no choice to either give us another Baylor Joe match. Th- but they did a cage. I feel like that's I'm, the tipping it's point. It's the blow, and it was yeah. called that's the end. Yeah, the end. What it has to be yeah. like? There has to be some finality somewhere. Well, realistically speaking. I'm pretty sure Baylor's going to debut, and in my opinion, it's just, it looks like it's going to, it's not going to work how I want it to work. I, th- I think he'll debut at Money in the Bank. Do you think- I think he will, too. Or Raw the next night. Baylor, seventh guy in the Money in the Bank match, because they had that oh, silhouette, they still they had that silhouette that. there, well, and well, they've been wrapping it around the six guys. They don't, they got rid of it in all the graphics. The silhouette isn't there oh, anymore. Oh, really? really? Yeah. They're just making so it- maybe they're just moving forward with six guys? Maybe or maybe they're like saving it for like next week. They'll reveal someone, yeah. and they want it to be a surprise, so they took the silhouette out of that stuff. So, do you guys <clears throat> think Ballard debuts prior to this impending draft, or do you think he just gets or drafted? He just gets on, drafted, he gets drafted onto Raw or SmackDown, and then that's is that how they're gonna do it? Is That'd NXT be... open in the draft? Well, they didn't. They haven't announced well, anything. All the re- yeah. So what the I've thing been is, reading. the problem with speculating on this stuff is that I don't think they have decided yeah, what they're they gonna do in the draft, know, so, so it's hard to kind of predict. But the reports are that they're. "Quote unquote," rating the NXT roster for talent in the draft. Who's left? That'd be a pretty Baylor. Baylor. Joe, Joe's oh, probably Joe not leaving. Is not leaving. That'd be a pretty anticlimactic. That's going to be the only way. I mean, I feel like the only people to bring up. I don't think Nakamura would go up. Aries might go up just because he's, he's I thirty eight years old. No, so I think Aries is going to stay in NXT. Bailey has to debut, and that'd be an easy way to do it. Baylor has to come up and just because I want her back with Enzo and Cass. Carmella has to also. I don't come know up. if Aries. Gets to the main roster. I don't think he does either. I think, he's, I think by choice he stays in the he NXT. He could be that, that Rhino act. Well, Rhino got to the main roster. Yeah, he did. But he was well, part of that. Like, briefly, yeah. yeah, he was part of that. Just for that ECW little feud thing they that did. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Moving on, I think. Wrapped up. Yeah. All in all, NXT takeover. Very, I rate NXT very high, very highly. All these takeover events are awesome. They're better than most pay-per-views. When WWE main roster, I would agree. So. It's definitely a different type of of show. Like I appreciate both for what they are, and we'll kind of get into that later on. We're gonna, I'll like, we'll yeah, we'll touch on NXT yeah. versus main roster in like a macro sense later on. Yeah, but overall, it's a good way to spend a Wednesday night. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a good way to celebrate my Cavs finals victory last night. My Cavs. Your my LeBron. I'm a okay. My your LeBron. My my <laughs> man's LeBron. Pause. Oh, pause. oh God. Yeah. All right. For in the, short, for <laughs> listeners that don't know, Mike has no. an unhealthy obsession with LeBron James. Yes, I'm a very big fan of LeBron. So I didn't watch NXT live. I watched it on the network afterwards. Get but regardless, they had a 30 point win. I was excited about it. It was a good second act to my. Very good sports slash entertainment. <laughs> Might get a good night. Warriors and six. <laughs> We're not All talking right. about that. This is a wrestling podcast. Anyway, Monday Night Raw, <laughs> <laughs> Night Raw which uh, Mike raw. wasn't able to watch. There so was... I only know brief points. So we're gonna let Pat and Dave do this. Mike's got the cliff notes again. <laughs> a, a, yeah, a, a show definitely happened on Monday night. It was not good. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. It was better than last week at least. From 8 p.m. to 11 p.m., things took place on USA Network. Even till 11:05 p.m. Yes, indeed. It it ran over. It was a live broadcast. Anyway, during this show, we had an opening segment forecasting or previewing, I'm not Glenn Hurricane Schwartz, previewing the Money in the Bank ladder match with the six members of said match 
all on their own individual ladder, which at first glance I thought was ridiculous. Watching Dean Ambrose walk out and them just placed there to open yeah. Raw with no real... It opened with five of them on the ladders, and Ambrose got his own entrance, so he's clearly being positioned as, like, the star of this match. This segment, for me, like, it it was so ridiculous that it actually kind of became entertaining. Like, it made no sense, but I was just like, alright, this is funny. Like, it was like Kevin Owens and Jericho, these guys just... Their banter was just great. You are a paper boy, perro. Yeah, <laughs> but that was the best part. <laughs> you have won nothing. And, uh, of course, Chris Jericho sitting weird on the ladder, which is turned was... into cash on Chris Jericho's Instagram. Oh, Chris Jericho Fozzie, please go look at these photos. This man was sitting there, cross-legged. By the way... Legs crossed in the way that I don't understand how men can do that. Not legs crossed... Almost, like, like, fully... Yeah, not, like, on a 90-degree angle... Oh, but like doing the like the legs cross with like you could <laughs> the Matt Lauer yeah <laughs> no way the Matt Lauer he said <laughs> Matt Lauer is known for sitting like that right really that's his is. main thing <laughs> that's definitely not Matt Lauer's main no, point no, of, it, it of notoriety it is where in the world is Matt Lauer sitting like a weirdo <laughs> my favorite Today Show segment all right if anybody agrees with that just leave a comment somewhere oh Teddy Long was here too. Oh, Teddy Long was there. Teddy Long came out, he listed off a bunch of matches that he could make. He was like, a disqualification match. Were they all tag team matches? No. No, Surprisingly. He's clearly building towards announcing, like, like making a tag team match, and then Stephanie interrupted him and sent him to the back, and we'll get more of that later. shamed Teddy Long. Yeah, we'll get more of that later. Teddy Long appeared to be, first of all, his suit, he used to be, like, really fat. Before he was the GM of SmackDown. Oh, okay. Like, when he was just a normal manager, he was, like, a fat dude. This suit was clearly from that era, because it was five <laughs> sizes too big on him. His jacket was at his knees. It reminded me of the time where Tracy McGrady showed up to <laughs> showed up to do, like, the T-Max suit. <laughs> do, like, NBA Countdown or something like that. And he didn't have a suit, so he literally borrowed Shaq's suit. And it was, like, way too big on him. Wait, is that the story behind that? I think so. He had to, it was like Shaq or like another like seven footer oh, suit that he God. had to borrow. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, what else happened in Raw? <laughs> um, I don't know. He had the things. video packages for the WWE. Yeah, Rollins and Reigns Rollins were not actually on the show. They only had video packages. Oh, for I'm them. really happy weird. I didn't watch Raw then. They weren't on it at all. They well, weren't on it or well, live at all. But. Uh, they did this thing. They did like they did the opposite of what they wanted to happen. They made a video package for Rollins that just made me want to cheer him more, and then just a video package for Reigns that I didn't think was possible, but I hated him more. R- Rollins, it was all about him like coming back to like reclaim what was his, coming back from this injury. Reigns, it was just I'm fucking boring, ma- dude. Reigns is so lame. Dude. Yeah, he sucks. I'm fully convinced that they're purposely doing this now. I, I hope at this so. point, if they're not, they're out it's of touch. In an, they think they have to make an effort to get us to like Rollins. No, but no. we they don't need to try as hard. I think they're just trying because they feel like they have to. They could just send out a tweet. Seth Rollins. They could have just done. They now. could do nothing. Rollins is just. They, they should have just had him likeable. come back, do the Triple H O two return, come back as a face. I still don't like. How is he gonna be a face and have? They need to do the finisher thing when he becomes a face. He can't keep the pedigree. I he only I adopted that because he was an authority member, and that was a heel thing. He can't, he can't keep it. That's my only thing I'm going to wish when he becomes a face. He can't do that anymore. 
I think we've covered this. We've beating the dead horse with this Rollins heel thing. Yeah. At this we've point. never talked about the finisher though. I think I think he, he can keep the pedigree. Yeah. I don't think he looks great doing it because he's a lot smaller than Triple H. I mean, anybody besides Triple H doing it is just not doing it justice. That's what I mean. It's such like a... Yeah, it's, it's his move. Yeah, like, yeah. I completely agree. It's not like a DDT or something. Like, it's... it's yeah, it's it's like if anybody else were to try and do, like, sweet chin music, it would just, like, not work, right? Yeah. That's such a... Uh, that's that's the worst there. example I could have possibly done. I, but I think he may have did it on uh, purpose. Yeah. Okay. I always like a good super kick. Yeah, yeah. except a when, good super kick. Except when the Usos, it's the oh, only move no, they the, do. The Uso two on one super kick. I love that super kick. It is a good super kick. Or or when they had yeah, the Ziggler and Usos three man super kick. That was awesome. Shout out to Young Bucks though. Yeah, the Young Bucks are the only people that can spam the super kick, and it'd be okay for me. <laughs> All right, super kick party. So I guess you want to move on to that to Stephanie side. McMahon screaming at. Teddy Long for some reason. Is she a heel? Is she a face? Yeah, she did this pretty much the same thing she did to Charlotte last week, except she Charlotte. kicked out. <laughs> except she kicked out Teddy Long, and it made no sense. Yeah, she which was she... a definite heel thing, but I don't know if she's supposed to be a heel or a face right now. It's very confusing. Yeah, she shamed the beloved. Shame. <laughs> you guys don't get that reference. That's a Game of Thrones reference. I don't. I was, ready for, I was ready for get you to do the, the Seamus. Entrance theme. But. Oh, it's a strange thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> the only thing I can gather is that Stephanie's going to manage SmackDown. Yeah, yeah I, she, she said that, didn't she? Oh, I, she, well, she said it. I haven't she seen said, it, so did she? I'm sorry. She's going to run SmackDown like me. She said, I'm going to be something like that. Yeah. Well, she like, did back in the day, like so I don't see run. why they wouldn't just give her SmackDown. I think she again. did actually say that she was running SmackDown. My apologies. Was, I'll start watching Raw again, I promise. Yeah. I promise. Life gets in the way sometimes, fam. It does. Um, so can we talk about the women's segment? Do we have to? It was really bad that the women got less than 10 minutes of screen time, I think, this week. Charlotte came out and, like, weird... Charlotte! Charlotte came out <laughs> and, like, weirdly apologized for turning on Rick, uh... but still said he's not, like, coming back. Then Natty and Becky interrupted, and it was dumb. Like, they teased Dana turning on Charlotte, but then it, like... It was the most... An awkward little brawl scene where Becky tripped over Well, well they tease it, and then Dana's like, oh, no, I'm still, like, an asshole. And she goes after... She knocks down Natty. Natty tries to... Or Becky tries to get to Dana, and she trips over Natty. It was so awkward and terrible. What happened? Where's Paige... Where's Sasha? Where is Paige? Because Sasha still has the excuse of, like, she had the concussion. Paige Sasha was gone. on, like, main event last week. No, yeah, she's back now, but I'm just saying she still has that, like, okay, I was hurt. Paige whatever, is just not here. Whatever they owed Natty and Miss Screen Time, okay, she's gotten her yeah. due diligence. Please get her off of television because she's not convincing. This is that Divas Revolution has been buried and just fallen from graces. They had so much momentum. They bring in this new title. I just, it's inexplicable. Every what time, done. it literally is, hasn't been good since the triple threat. At me. I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone watching. Every this. time on the main roster, you think like they're going somewhere with the women's division, they they screw it up. Oh, they so do bad. like the whole Divas Revolution thing last summer. That really goes nowhere. Dude, the at WrestleMania, so good. WrestleMania, they women's <sighs> title, no more Divas, women's title, and the match. Was the so match good. is awesome. They steal the show at Mania. 
and that's it. You know what truly? You know what truly happened? They shouldn't. They should have given Sasha the belt at Mania. I don't. I don't. I don't think she would have been handled any better. But the the Charlotte momentum is completely dead. Charlotte, like they, she's had the belt too long. Yeah. There's nowhere like now. Dana Brooke is here for for what? Charlotte's getting Why? the. This she's been on every single pay per view since well, she's been on the roster. Well, I'm fine with that because well, Charlotte's no, yeah, really good, fine. but it's well, like it's she's the supporting she, cast around her. If they, oh, it's no. like she's the only thing happening in the division right now. Yep. They don't care about anything else. They're not giving anything any screen time. They need to do two separate women's feuds at this point. Uh, well, that would require uh, well, having the creative momentum to. No, I'm just saying one second storyline <laughs> in the women's division. So wait, who are they working right now? It's Charlotte, Dana Brooke, Becky, uh, and Natty. Becky, Natty, that's Sasha. It. I guess is available, and they're just what are they doing with Paige her? Also. They need to get Paige her back. Is Paige is available, to my knowledge, unless she's doing some like movie that no one cares about um, behind the scenes. Summer Rae's around somewhere. Summer Rae is apparently liked by people. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's good. On the she's mic, decent. She's, she's a good heel character. Honestly, yeah. is that it? I don't think there's really much I have to say on this topic. Oh, and then Naomi and, and Tamina are just... Oh, yeah, they're a thing. They're a thing. Alicia Fox is around. Well, uh... Nikki Bella's coming back eventually. I... Eventually. There's stuff they can do that they need to do. I think that's enough on the women's topic All for right. today. Yeah, let's move on to my personal favorite part of Raw, which was AJ Styles and John Cena once again coming face-to-face. I think everyone's favorite part of Raw. The yeah. only reason I regret not watching Raw. Oh, God, yo... Cena with the promos, man. Yeah, Cena cuts a great Woo. promo on AJ Styles. And AJ, he is clearly much more comfortable on the mic as a heel. Absolutely, I agree. Basically, Cena was like, I thought this was going to be between us. Why'd you have to go bring in the club? And and AJ cut a promo about how Cena is, if you lose to John Cena, you're buried. And he literally said buried. It was Did nice you? that they said yes. that on TV. Yeah, you gotta, to, okay. yeah, I need you to go back that. and watch this for sure then. And he, and he was like, they're my insurance to make sure my head yeah. stays above ground was his line. It was, yeah, they were, it was really good. And then Ooh, Cena like comes that. back with AJ just saying what everybody else who thinks that they can beat someone says they've never faced John Cena. Like you said, you can beat Roman Reigns, but you've never faced John Cena. It was, it was really good. It made both of them, both of them came out looking strong. I always enjoy Cena's build-ups. Yeah. I mean, just from speaking as like a whole, I think Cena always does a great job of building up. Well, for the most part, when he's he real, cuts, when he's actually like, you can tell he's invested, and when he yeah. is, he does a great job. When he's like being serious, he's not yeah. doing terrible like plugs. Well, Roman's not even taking that, his do- spot on the roster for doing terrible oh, promos. Yes, yeah, with God. awful puns and terrible jokes. He's got like his thing was always the. Dumb photoshopped pictures on the Titantron. <laughs> Dumping poop on people. Tater Tots. DX. He did that too. He did that twice, I think. I didn't have seen a dump poop on He definitely people. dumped poop on Dolph Ziggler at one point. Ooh. <laughs> Another notable thing that happened in that promo. John Cena said to AJ Styles that he's had this sort of electricity only once in his career. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, CM Punk. Yeah, with The Rock. He, he made note of, I'm glad he made note of this too, because for the first time in like ever, it was, let's go Cena, AJ Styles instead of let's go Cena, Cena sucks, dominating both sides of the crowd. He's finally getting someone who's matching him in fanfare. 
I guess you could say. And it was interesting that he said it was. It looked like a straight up shot at CM Punk because that feud was. Well, he's I, not allowed to I guess mention you can't CM Punk. Yeah, I, I don't. Th- I don't think it was a shot at CM Punk as much as it was like he's not allowed to mention it. Oh. Or, or yeah, or he's like, I'm not gonna say like I'm not gonna rattle off a bunch of names. Yeah, I'm just gonna say the biggest one which was The Rock. Obviously, yeah, obviously dude, yeah. my mind just exploded. What? I mean, it's definitely not gonna happen, but my mind just blew up. What? Okay, so we're about to touch on this, so I'm actually going to hold off, and I'll bring this point up when we talk about it. Okay, um, also, Tag Division, they announced at Money in the Bank there's going to be a Fatal, fatal four-way, 4-Way tag team match. The New Day versus the Club. Club's going to get it. Versus Enzo and Cass versus the Vaude Villains. Club. Thoughts? Club. Is this, Club? Is this the, Club? the tag in yourself rules where only two people can be in there? I think so. Oh. It, that those was, are always confusing. That was the pre-show of WrestleMania 30, right? It was that sort of thing. There was a fatal four-way yeah. tag match for that, right? It's that, anyone. Wait, isn't is that like anyone can tag anyone can anyone, tag anyone right? in? Yeah. So it's like normally when they get like pushed into the corner, someone right, can right, tag right. themselves. It's weird because usually they save that for like when they don't feel like having a storyline in the <laughs> tag division. But there's there there, there's actually, a lot of good stories. There's lines, actually yeah. like building up a few things like end zone cast and the Vaudevillians obviously have history. I think this will be good. Yeah, this is going to be a really good match. Probably I expect the club to win, and I'm. I'm very afraid that like they mentioned the new days getting broken up. Uh, th- they mentioned the new day possibly breaking up last week. They they have this match where I don't think they're pro- they, I don't think they have to get pinned to lose. So no, yeah. Uh, oh, they it's could do it that way because it's a fatal four where they could always pull like they don't get pinned but they still lose the titles. But thing. again, the rules on these matches are always. Super murky. You don't. Know, I don't know if it's elimination or if it's just first pin wins. I think normally they announce. I don't think it's elimination. That match would take forever. No, it's not eliminated. Uh, th- like tag. Like if one guy gets eliminated, the entire tag. Oh, the oh. team is eliminated. Yeah. They could do that. Normally they announce like little stipulations like that. Like as the weeks progress, like yeah. oh, it'll be. Elimination. Or they always do a thing where they forget to announce it. Oh, leading yeah. up And then like <laughs> and then, JBL like, says like, by the way, <gasps> yeah, this is an elimination match. Announced earlier today, Maggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, by the way, yes, I hate JBL. Just thought I I should throw that in. Yeah, he's the yeah. worst. I hate I hate him. Clarification: I hate him as a commentator. Yeah, um, I hated him as a wrestler his, too. His shoehorned in like pop culture references are the most annoying thing. They're rivaled only by like when someone new comes in. He clearly just reads the accomplishments section of their, <laughs> of, of their Wikipedia. He's a two time IWGP two time IWGP heavyweight champion, Maggle. Just like Brock Lesnar was JBL. Brock. Speaking Lesner. of wow, look at the uh, transition. What a there. segue! We're pros at this, guys. Yes. Brock Lesnar call us did. Paul Blart because we're on that segue. I was thinking that exact same thing. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna have to abandon this. Episode. Sorry, viewers, we are done now. So, Brock Lesnar did something this week. Yeah, he, d- he did some stuff. He did some tings. Shout out Drake. UFC 200. We get a Brock Lesnar match for the first time in four years. Yeah. Lesnar but it, we fighting. get a Brock Lesnar match, guys. A, I'm a real fighting match in a the real octagon one. against Mark Hunt. Yo, I think this is just like the closer it gets, the more he he gets to go all out. And Mark Hunt called him out too, so Brock has got Mark. Okay, for I hope some of these people that that the, the, our listeners like MMA as well. Mark Hunt called out Brock Lesnar for not being a real fighter. He said that this sport is for the real fighters. 
but he's never held a heavyweight title, and Lesnar has. Mark which. <laughs> I mean, I guess... I think there should be an asterisk next to that title reign. Lesnar okay, was pretty he much was given, given that because he was a big draw. No, he was given the opportunity to get the belt because he's a big draw. He still had to fight Randy Couture to win said belt. Regardless of this, Brock Lesnar was still a national champion. Oh, yeah, he's a wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. It's yeah. not like he was like born and bred WWE and he's never... He's not like CM Punk. He, Brock Lesnar is a real fighter who fe- went to WWE to make more money. That's what this guy is about. My man is about the cash, uh, and that's exactly why he's taking this fight. I also and think I love it. it's, a, it's hilarious that he's also, for some reason, exempt from the drug tests for this fight. Oh, I thought that is was he? great. Yeah, because it was yeah. close. I didn't know that. It is, it's, like, it's, <laughs> su- it's on such short notice that like the, the fight commission for whatever state, state it is in is just waiving the drug test. Yeah, guys, I'll fight, but I, I just juice lift for WWE yeah. last week. Dude. Okay, I didn't know that. That's I'm actually hilarious. I'm taking, like, cow hormones to this fight. <laughs> Um, it's definitely awesome that he's fighting, and when I saw the promo when I was watching this past weekend's UFC, I, I ran around uh, my respective Buffalo Wild Wings like a child, but it could be really bad, because if he does lose, it's, that just looks really, really bad for is, WWE. He's been built up so much that if he just goes in and gets knocked out in the first round, then it's, it's a problem. The only thing WWE is... Signing this off on is to get the publicity from USC 200 and 202. Yeah, the, yeah, they're Summer getting Slam. SummerSlam promo. And UFC 202 is the night before SummerSlam. Ironically, it's supposed to be CM Punk's debut. It is sponsored by SummerSlam, and they'll be promoting SummerSlam all night on that show. See, now, what I just said blew my mind, which realistically won't happen. But everyone's saying that this, like, co- Co-branding? Would that be what is considered? Cross-promotion. Cross-promotion. There you go. They're blurring the lines. Yeah, the cross-promotion of this, at least from what I'm reading, is in an effort to get Rousey for a WrestleMania match. And isn't... I saw, like, Misha Tate or someone is being looked at for SummerSlam. I didn't... I haven't heard that. But regardless, they're trying to get fighters into WWE. But what if this just means CM Punk is coming back? Doesn't mean that, I don't I, think. I think he's, what if it could lead to that? I think he's torched his bridges. What I if? I think out of spite. No, I, Vin- what kind of incredible, monumental thing? That would be incredible. Just think of, it's definitely not going to happen. But if it did, that would be If that's absurd. on the table, Vince has to swallow his pride because that would be the biggest pop. Well, see, you do realize see, now I it's on the table. See, I don't like, think, it's here. I don't, th- they've got, yeah. I don't think Vince would care, to be honest. People have said way worse things about Vince than CM Punk said about Vince. Triple H and Stephanie apparently hate him with a, with a passion. So, so in a few years, I don't think he's going to be welcome back. I think if he if he called Vince right now, was like, I want to be at SummerSlam. Well, the thing is, they've always kind of made it seem like UFC and WWE weren't ever, like, they always weren't really on yeah, good this terms. Is a, this is so weird, this is, a, yeah. like, a really big deal that this is, that this came to fruition, which is why, like, honestly, it's way long shot, but... It's not out of the question. This is awkward for me, but I feel like it it like needed to happen. I think it gives more Well it's part of the new era. Yeah, it gives more credibility to WWE as like a fighting promotion. Well that's if Brock wins. Brock wins. has to win. If Brock wins this fight, WWE gets a huge and Brock, boost. Oh, Even if he loses, they're still getting a huge and boost. And Mark Hunt, while he's never held the title, he like he's a legitimate fighter. He's been he's a oh, knockout no. specialist. He's, he's a knockout fighting. specialist. Yeah. He could easily he's favored KO Brock. to win right now. So yeah, no, honestly, this is a weird situation. 
because if Lesnar does win, obviously they can when he returns to WWE, they can push him as the beast yeah. he already is. If he loses, that could possibly. I guess they could pull the route that like. I mean, it's it's not the same thing. It's the a real fight. The diver got to him in the fight. It came back. It would just be way harder to book him the way they they have throughout this run he's had if he goes back and takes like if he gets KO'd. It looks real bad. It looks just how bad. dominant he's been in WWE. It looks real bad. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely good money making. Yeah, this will be this incredible good, amounts of money being made. <laughs> good summer ahead of us. Um, it's gonna be great. Oh, a hundred percent. Any other further comments on Lesnar? I think we're at monumental the, announcement. I think we've reached that mark. I'm excited. Anyway, that Mark Calloway, that mark. Undertaker. <sighs> yeah. Did didn't we want to talk about the draft a little bit too? Oh, we we've can. we've kind of yeah. I mean. We've touched on it a little bit before. The only thing that I really was like kind of concerned about, which was kind of brought up, is and them splitting New Day. If they, yeah, if they do split the New Day, kind of how they would go about that. But there's also the possibility that this is all just a tease, and they're just gonna end <clears throat> it with like a punchline because yeah. they are kind of like a comedic act. So it could just be like a joke the whole time. But if they do split them up, how do you guys think they would handle that? I think they would probably just have one of them drafted away. And I don't know if... I think... Because two of them have to be on the same roster. Well, they definitely are going to keep somehow I a tag team. It just Kofi, the, the trio won't happen. I think Kofi needs to be aligned with someone, whether it's them breaking Big E or Xavier off by themselves. I think Kofi at this point in his career would benefit... It would behoove him to be associated with a tag team. I could definitely see why they would can like not take that road though, like not take that road because yeah. he's mean, a proven singles he's a, guy. So yeah, I could see why they would have that in their head and break him off. Agreed. Even yeah, though I think Big E could I, also I, work well by himself. I think himself. Big E is the guy with like who you could see as being like a major star. Agreed. Xavier, while I love him, I don't have any confidence that the WWE will ever push him as a singles guy. Unfortunately, yeah, he's such a good manager too. I mean, I definitely want to see him wrestle, but even if they wanted to change his role a little bit, yeah, he's he's good on the mic. He's a good dude. Yeah, so for sure, he's a good wrestling guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everyone is Roman Reigns. All right, <laughs> so um, okay, uh, so we don't make this long and and awkward at the end. I think we've kind of touched on everything that we wanted to touch on for this episode. Yep, and um, uh. As always, this episode of the Hot Tag Podcast is brought to you by Rosetta Stone, uh, making what? a trip in the near future. Rosetta Stone? Yeah. We're the language program? Need to sound smart in faraway places? Rosetta Stone. And like every other podcast on the internet, we are, we are sponsored by Audible.com. <laughs> get, get your audiobooks, Audible.com. Use the promo code Hot Tag. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I don't have... A sponsor for you guys today so croissant <laughs> the burger king croissant i mean yeah burger king if you ever hear this please we'll take it i i love your food sort of flaky buttery flaky buttery delicious delicious, <laughs> delicious flaky <laughs> <Croissant-wich>. <laughs> all right bye guys thanks for listening <laughs>